2: Hey guys, Caleb here. I kind of fucked this intro up on the first time I uploaded this, so this is me redoing it, so I'm sorry if you didn't hear it before, but uh, this episode is an interview with the director of Rebound and Ice Cream Truck, Megan Frills Johnston. I originally was going to pair the Rebound episode with this, but it just made more sense to upload it separately so if you guys want to listen to that it is right before this episode uh, you will find it directly before whether you're on spotify itunes etc um, but without further ado here is megan frills johnston And welcome to another episode of Horror Soup. Guys, this one actually is gonna be very, very different than the rest. And the sound quality might be a little bit weird too, because we've never done this before. But we have on the line here today Megan Friels Johnston, the director from the ice cream truck and rebound producer of many other of movies that we will get into. Of course. How's it going, Megan?
1: It's going great. How are you guys? Uh, we're good. Uh, we're here chilling. Uh, we're horror soup. We're horror souping it up, uh, if you will.
2: <laughs> is, that, is that what's going on now? I don't ever say that to me again. That's hilarious. It's actually not. Don't encourage her, please.
1: <laughs> encourage me. Hype me up. Y'all gotta hype me up.
2: <laughs> okay, Megan, so we actually have been talking about doing this like for a while. You listened to our episode on the ice cream truck, which was actually our very first podcast episode, what, five, six months ago, I'd say now? I. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really appreciate you listening and to begin with. You kind of you kind of hyped us up for uh the rest of our our podcasting venture.
1: Back when we had like, <laughs> <laughs> back when we had like twenty listeners at the most, and uh, like no,
2: that, we had like three.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Like three <laughs> listeners at the most, like on our very first episode, and you had commented, and we were like, oh my god. And I remember, like, I was at work, and I found out, I was like. Ah! That oh, was all hyped,
0: up <laughs> uh-huh. That's what you get when you have like Google alerts and hashtag alerts. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: very
2: nice. See, I am not that uh, that smart, so I would never think of any of that. I was just like, "Oh, hey, we're found. We're famous, guys. Uh, here we are."
0: <laughs> oh. Well, I'm honored to have been your first episode.
2: It's it's really awesome. I I I actually showed the ice cream truck to Bree a long time ago, like probably like. Three four months before we even started the podcast, and I was like, "You have to see this." I I, I watched. I was like, "I've watched this movie probably about seven or eight times now," and I was like, "You just have to see this." Funny.
0: (laughs) Well, your podcast was really funny, and it was really interesting to like hear you guys, you know, like it and make fun of it, and (laughs) you know, a lot of the things that you. Said or made fun of are obviously things other people made fun of as well, and like I have a sense of humor about myself and my films as well, and so I was just like fascinated listening to it, it was, and I laughed a lot too.
2: <laughs> I, I'm really glad we definitely did have some choice words, and I'm very glad that you that you stuck along, and I'm very glad that you reached out to us and told us how you felt about it. I remember that you said. um a lot of people are very split on this movie like they either love it or they hate it but they always feel very strongly about their feelings for it (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i I love that
1: like either way it's it's a strong feeling about the movie which is which is always the impact you want to make really right
0: yes absolutely and you know my favorite horror films i feel like are kind of love or hate you don't want to be forgettable oh you know you'd like to at least provoke some sort of strong feeling one way or the other i think the main thing is the people who love it really get it and the people who don't love it don't get it at all
2: and you're a big fan of uh like 70s 80s slashers right too which they have a lot of those love hate audiences like we've watched some movies like i'm sure you've seen uh like pieces or what was the other one we watched recently Um, um
1: What was it? The the
2: Egyptian one with the eyebrows?
1: That was was Blood Feast.
2: Blood Feast. I don't know if
1: you have ever seen that movie, but... I haven't. Oh, yeah, it's on Shudder, if you have a Shudder subscription. Oh, I do. (laughs) Oh, yeah, go ahead and watch it. It's uh, Blood Feast on Shudder. It's really good. It's good.
2: It's in the Slashes collection, and I think it's, like, the very first one, and the eyebrows in that movie alone (laughs) just... (laughs) It's (laughs) incredible. It's absolutely incredible.
0: I mean, for me, it's not just... Lashers. I just really
2: like slow burn horror, where you're not really sure what's going on. Oh, I I I can def. I did not know what what was going on in ice cream truck. (laughs) My very first watch around. I I did not know what was gonna what was gonna happen next, and it was awesome. I loved every minute of it. I actually I didn't expect to watch it when I first put it on. I put on as a background. I was like, what What is this? Like, this is so interesting. Yeah. Well, I think
0: if you really look back at kind of some of the older movies, they all take their time, and um, I'm I'm an introvert personally, like I'm an extroverted introvert, and I find small talk to be one of the worst things in the universe, (laughs) and so both of my films kind of feature that, like, you're like, everyone thinks it's awkward dialogue, because awkward dialogue happens in real life and it's like the worst (laughs) thing ever. So I think one reviewer said like that I was following my, or I was continuing my journey with ice cream truck of horror honed from social interaction. And he was totally like, right. (laughs) Because to me, like if a neighbor knocks on my door, I, like, run and make my husband answer because oh, I, like, don't want to talk to people I don't know. Megan. I'm good. very social and I love to party, but when it comes to, like, the, like that small talk stuff, I honestly, I'm, like, Ted Stryker in airplane, like, wanting to kill myself.
2: Megan, <laughs> that is my co-host Brie down to a fucking T. If, even if I am at her house, <laughs> she will make me answer the door or do anything because she's not, she's not having it.
1: I was... I was literally just about to say, I could not agree with you more. I hate small talk. I can't stand it. It's just so, it's so fake to me. Like, it's, it, there's, yeah, exactly. there's nothing authentic about it. It's just like, oh yeah, how's the weather? Oh yeah, how's your kids doing? Like, it's, 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 it's pointless.
2: I've said how's the weather like well, three times a I week. I mean, <laughs> I
0: feel, when we were on set and Deanna Russo, Mary is talking to her neighbor. Oh, I love her. I'm like, I'm like, Deanna... I want your fake smile to make your
1: cheeks hurt, you know? Like, <laughs> like, it was totally intentional. I love it. Yeah, that's perfect.
2: That's beautiful. Okay, that's so... actually,
1: Well, I actually had that question written down. I was going to say uh-huh. that um, back when watching Ice Cream Truck, I remember feeling, like, very uncomfortable, like, watching the whole dialogue between uh, her neighbor. <laughs> and I was like, what's this yeah. intentional? But you, you totally just answered that for me, so thank you.
0: Yeah, I usually make my actors count... A couple seconds before they respond, because I see dialogue that like, jumps on other dialogue.
2: I love it's pauses. It's not what
0: it's
1: really like. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And oh um, I just, I
0: also like to have the audience like be staring like what.
2: <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Okay, so Megan, let's. I have a little bit of stuff written down. Do you want to get into this with me? Sure. So, you are the granddaughter of Elmore Leonard, who wrote western, suspense, fiction-style crime novels, and a ton of his books have film adaptions, such as Jackie Brown out of Psy 310 to Yuma. And to my understanding, and hopefully I'm not wrong about this, you are assistant to the director um, John Madden in an adaption of one of your grandfather's novels titled Killshot in 2009?
0: Yep. Yeah.
2: So, what was that like, doing, doing a film that was written by your grandpa or being a part of it?
0: Well, first I will say that I paid my dues as an assistant in Hollywood for several years before that, and, you know, I'm 41, so this is like, they were still, like, doing VHS demo reels for, like, actors and stuff. I would work for agents and stuff, and it was the worst. (laughs) Um, You know, being a Hollywood assistant is exactly what you think it is. Devil wears Prada and all of that. (laughs) <laughs> um so then when I got the opportunity to go work on Killshot I was thrilled. I wasn't supposed to be John's assistant right away, but he was looking for an assistant and I loved him. I was working for the producer so I was like I really want this job and um and we got along great. So that was how that happened and he's probably one of the most amazing people I've ever met in the business, I adored him. And what was cool is because I would worked for so many assholes before that, <laughs> I realized like there's actually really great people in this business and you don't have to be like that. He was such a gentleman and knew everybody on set name and it was just a great experience. And it was cool to see an Elmore Leonard movie come to life like that. You
2: know, he's written, I think it's like 45 novels. Yeah, yeah very close to 50. I was uh, researching a little bit. I've heard of some of his books before, and of course, I've heard of, like, well, my like grandpa watched 310 to You know all the time.
1: Yeah, Get Shorty, Justified, all that. Oh my, I remember Get Shorty, like, very clearly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Get Shorty* is hilarious. It is, it's so funny. I remember watching it as a kid all the time.
0: Um, so, yeah, that was a great experience, and that was really what solidified that I wanted to be um, a filmmaker. But I, wasn't, I was a—I pr- wanted to be a producer. I didn't have any mm-hmm. sights set on writing or directing yet.
2: And did, did Elmore, like your grandfather, did he have a big influence on you? Like, was he the reason that you started doing a bunch of this? Did you read a lot of his books as a child?
0: I mean, I definitely, I've read almost everything at this point. Um, I always loved movies. Okay. And I always knew, like, directors' names and stuff like that from a very young age. So I moved to L.A., you know, in my very early 20s. So, I mean, that didn't hurt, <laughs> you
2: know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. When you're in the area, it, it definitely helps.
0: Yeah. And I was, you know, I visited the set of out-of-sight before I ever moved to L.A. And I definitely had a a different view of it. Oh, that's, but, really, that's
2: really cool. Yeah. So, you, like as you said uh, a minute ago, you started as a producer and you produced a two thousand nine short film called Sparks, which unfortunately yes. I couldn't find. I tried to find this and I could not find it anywhere. Where can I watch this?
0: <laughs> um, I, it's it's available on DVD on the Wolfen um, DVD. Did
2: you see who was in the film? Yes. Um, Joseph Gordon.
0: Joseph Gordon-Levitt directed it. He directed it, yeah. and yes. And it starred um, Carla Gugino and Eric
2: Stoltz. And I'm sure most know Joseph Gordon um, from Halloween H2O, at least a lot of our fans, <laughs> unfortunately know him for that. But more importantly, he's also in 10 Things I Hate About You, The Dark Knight Rises, and 500 Days of Summer, which is literally, that's one of my favorite movies of all fucking time.
1: He, um... He's he's also um, I I'm not sure if he directed it, but was it Don John? Yeah, he directed it. He yes. directed it, and he also starred in it. And that was a, a really interesting movie. Like, yeah, that movie was pretty crazy, actually. So, um, yeah, like, yeah, how, he's a really talented guy. How uh how was it working with him? Like, what what was he like? Like, was he pure Hollywood? I mean, it was great. Was... It was I
0: I met him on the set of Kill Shot. Okay. And the producer's assistant at the time, um, she and I went on to produce some things together. So that was the first thing that we produced. And um, it was pretty intimidating. (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine. You know, you have that be your first thing. I learned a lot. And uh, then the economy hit the shitter, and then it took a really (laughs) long time to (laughs) produce something again after that. So.
2: So okay well that's that's really awesome but i have always wanted to meet him so that's really cool that <laughs> you got he's, to work with him he's so one early of those on people
0: that are just multi-talented he he wrote some of the music for it um you know he adapted the short story he he's just a really talented guy
2: have and, you ever gotten a um, chance it, to uh sing was amazing to him? work with <laughs> What was the question? Have you ever. I'm sorry, I got you off. Have you ever had the chance to sing karaoke with him?
0: You know what? I have. Oh my god. God. Seriously?
2: (laughs) That is amazing. Now
1: that I think about it, I love it. I love it so much. No way. What songs did you guys sing? Can you remember? I'm trying to think of what he sang. We went to Mexico together with a couple of my friends. This sounds like an amazing time. I'm so jealous right now. He's saying, Hey Jude.
2: Oh, oh my god! I that's awesome.
1: It. I love it. What
2: What did you sing?
0: God, I honestly don't remember.
2: What are your I, What are your go to karaoke I songs? I sang
0: Margarita Goggles.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: okay, that's that's fine. That's what we have on uh, most of the time.
1: Most of the time.
2: <laughs> it's a little more Michelada goggles, but it it works. It works the same. Uh huh. Wait, what? What goggles? Michelada goggles. What's a Michelada?
1: What? Oh no, Megan.
2: <laughs> What is that, uh, Megan? Hold on.
1: A michelada <laughs> is um a beer mixed with clamato, clam and tomato juice, and Worcestershire, and um oh, some wow. hot sauce and stuff. It's really good. Try one when you can. Like a bloody mary.
2: Yeah, it's basically like a, a bloody mary bloody but with, mary. with beer.
1: Yeah, if you're a beer Canadians lover. Canadians use clamato. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And it's like, especially uh being in L.A., you should be able to find a really, really delicious one. Like. One that has, like, mango and crazy stuff in it, because L.A. is, like, basically the food capital of California. Yeah. Oh, yeah, God. I'll try that. <laughs> you Definitely, def-
2: try. I'll make you one one day. It's okay. I, I, I got you covered. So, <laughs> so you're the founder of Look At Me Films, correct? Mm-hmm. And this produced Sparks. Yeah. Was Look At Me Films already a, a company before this, or was this around the time that it... That it started? Yeah, that
0: was our first production.
2: Oh, okay, okay. Okay, and what, so, ins- what inspired you to start a production company?
0: Well, I mean, most producers have some sort of entity. You know, they have, a, have their own company. So even if you're just, like, one person, you have a company. But I had started um, that company with my partner at the time, who I still produce stuff with, um, named Melanie. And look at me... Was a Get Shorty reference. And um, yeah, that's still
2: my company today. Oh, I didn't even, I did not put two and two together. I am very, uh, ugh. I do not notice things. Well,
0: no one would know (laughs) that was a Get Shorty reference. Um, Chili Palmer used to always say, Look at me.
2: Oh, whoever
0: he was talking
2: to. That's awesome. (laughs) And, uh, you, you produced the arrangement, the arrangement TV movie.
1: Okay, so, um, I'm sorry, but, uh, Toby Huss, I think it is so um how did you he was in uh halloween the two two thousand i honestly or?
0: i don't even know who that is i think he was such a small part that i i don't know that that would have been the casting directors when you work on tv there's like 12 producers oh uh, okay okay see
2: so, yeah, we you know, we know, I know nothing so, about this so
0: <laughs> yeah so we we were the producers who like brought the property to the studio and like pitched it found the writers it was like the writers of numbers um it's just it's there's so many people that you don't necessarily it's not as intimate as film which is one of the reasons I love indie film so much because you really have your hands in everything whereas like tv you're like one of a million people you know what I mean
2: Yeah, it really seems like uh, filming like an indie film is kind of like hanging out with a whole family, like a temporary family. Absolutely, (laughs) that's really awesome. That's really awesome. I mean, I
0: think film in general is more like that than TV in my in my experience, and then indie film is even more like
2: that. That's really awesome. So you you later you started writing, directing, and producing your own films, and you started with Rebound, which was released in 2014. Mm -hmm. Bree. Bree did not get to this because we had technical difficulties, (laughs) but Uh I I actually watched Rebound. Um, I watched it after Ice Cream Truck, but probably like two months after. Uh And it's it's very interesting too. But anyway, what's the question is what was it like directing like your very first film?
0: I mean, honestly, it was life changing. I I was trying because as I mentioned before, the economy, you know, was in the the tank. And it was so hard to get financing for films. And I had a lot of horror films in the works with, like, known directors. I was, had great scripts. And we just couldn't get financing for even low budgets. So I just kind of got really frustrated and was like, <laughs> I got into this business to
1: make movies.
0: And, you know, I'm just going to make one myself, you know, because I can figure out a way to do this for a little bit of money. And I I'm just going to write like something it. that I can make cheaply. <laughs> so that's what I did. That's awesome. And it was, pr- it was probably the second script I ever wrote. And I've since, you know, written a million. But it was just, it was, I didn't know anything about, like, post-production. and Like, there were just so many things that, as a producer, you don't have your hands in. Mm-hmm. And this showed me how to do so much. And I, and just like stuff with like the cinematographer, like you don't learn that stuff as a producer.
2: And you're you're really well, you're doing everything, so you're learning every single step of it, correct?
0: We are not doing everything. I mean, you definitely have a crew. It's just a very bare bones crew.
2: Well, not I producing, think but you, you, shot you in 12 days. But you're you're writing, you're directing, you're producing, you're you're doing everything. Yes.
0: yes, and you know there are definitely things I would do differently with Rebound, but. For how much we shot it for, I'm very <laughs> proud of it, and I think it's interesting. And I still see people who watch it and really like it. It's, it, it rebound is also interesting because some people love the first half better, and some people love the second half because they're
1: literally like two different movies. I'm I'm actually uh, really sad that I, I didn't get to watch that movie because uh, that was my fault. We, yeah, we thought we were recording on Friday, and uh, yeah, so it's a you know I was gonna watch it tonight. So, my plans are still to watch it tonight. So, I will be watching Rebound tonight, again. (laughs) Well, Rebound
0: was originally titled
1: PTSD.
2: Oh, Uh -oh. okay.
0: And I didn't end up getting to use that title because everyone was like, people just associate it with war veterans.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: That um, that makes sense. So, Rebound was really like, what if you had a breakup and your mental state was so bad? That if something bad happened to you was a welcome distraction.
1: And, and that you sounds know what? like every Tuesday for that's, me. That's very real because <laughs> that's that's very real because a lot of people do go through like toxic relationships and and do suffer PTSD from whether it be mental abuse or, or physical abuse. You know, yeah, it's pretty relatable.
2: Or just being yeah, a sad so bitch so like me.
1: Weird, it's, 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 I would say Rebound is probably more like a film noir. Okay, or- I don't know.
2: Actually, uh, we're actually going to be covering rebound uh, to pair with this interview. Oh, cool! <laughs> I, I thought that would be fun to do. We we started off with ice cream truck. We, you know, I was like, we're
0: gonna, we're gonna talk to her. We we
2: should we should go back to the roots. Yeah, go back to the yeah. roots. Yeah,
0: well, you know, most of the people who did the who worked on the ice cream truck, I found on rebound. Like my cinematographer, who has since had films in Cannes. My editor did the Lincoln Lawyer. My sound post sound guys like one Emmy's like all these people. Even though I hadn't made a movie before, um, I somehow convinced them to work on this very <laughs> cheap <piece of> movie, <laughs> and um, and I still work with them now.
2: That's so awesome! That's so so. It is just like a little family.
0: Yeah, and my composer on yeah, the ice truck also did Rebound.
2: Oh, that's awesome! And did you have the same? Yeah. Who who did the score for Rebound?
0: The same person. His name is Michael Oh, Okay,
2: Blatte. okay, because okay, yeah. I really love the score in Ice Cream Truck. The music is yeah. it's fucking awesome.
1: It's awesome. Yeah, 100%. I love the music. It's perfect. I would say the Ice
0: Cream Truck score was most inspired. I mean, it's not similar, but the score I listened to the most before doing it was um, Halloween 3.
2: Oh, I, I I am wearing a Halloween 3 Season of the Witch uh, shirt at the moment.
0: Which <laughs> okay, I saw that you guys reviewed that, and I am
2: we did, really
0: pro-Halloween 3.
2: Oh, I love yeah. it. Well, Except um, for the my... fact
0: that his face is so fucking old. He's <laughs> like 20,
1: and it's, he, his chalk marks, I just can't. He's so gross. But other than that, I love it. He is so gross, and, and you know what? He's so gross. It's... <laughs> And you know what? Okay. So, my first. (laughs) Caleb, shut up. (laughs) My first watch of Halloween 3, Caleb had told me it's not a Michael Myers movie. So, I I went into it knowing that it's not a Michael Myers Myers movie. And I, I, you know what? I still, it still didn't hit for me.
2: You're wrong, but you're entitled to your wrong opinion. You You
0: know know
1: the origin?
0: They were going to stop doing Michael Myers. It was going to be an anthology. After the second one, yeah, they were going to do something new each time, like, and you, I guess, like, American Horror Story, but a movie.
2: And you know what? With the way that the uh, Halloween series went, that might have been a good idea. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. more <laughs> recently, I guess. Yeah. There's I, no. Yeah. There's no slasher franchise that's amazing all the way through.
2: No, I no, mean, te- right. Texas Chainsaw is literally my favorite slasher of all time, and I only like uh-huh. the first two, <laughs> and there's, like, ten. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... there
1: It's just, yeah. With, with that being said, what would be your favorite uh, slasher film? Sorry.
2: Oh, okay. No, good question. That's
1: fine. I mean, Halloween, for sure. Solid. Solid answer.
2: So, I know... I like the
1: Scream movies. Oh, thank you so much for saying that. I was I was just about to say that um I I had recently watched Scream as I do like every October, and then I started watching the second one and I was like, eh. like going back to what you said like not all slasher franchises are good all the way through. Scream it's two totally is amazing. Right. I
2: don't know what the Scream fuck you're two talking about. Scream two is about. whatever. Scream two is awesome. It's
0: Scream not a franchise, two? but I also love American Psycho.
2: Yes, that's a, yes. That's a good one. That's actually in like my top 5. <laughs> I
0: like a, I like when a um a villain talks.
2: Yes, yeah. And and honestly, I would love that movie regardless because Christian Bale's basically my dad. <laughs> yeah, he, it's, it's pretty awesome. Okay, so I know I know you probably you're probably fucking tired of talking about the ice cream truck, but I have so many ice cream truck <laughs> questions.
0: You can ask me a
2: million. I have okay, I have a million. So <laughs> Okay, <laughs> strap up. So, uh, for people that don't know, the ice cream truck was released in twenty seventeen. It starred Deanna Russo as Mary, ML Johnson as the ice cream man, and Jeff Daniel Phillips as the delivery driver. So, mm-hmm. the first time I'd ever seen Deanna Russo was actually in an episode of How I Met Your Mother, like back in two thousand and seven. Oh, okay, I never realized what I what I recognized her from, and then I remembered that um, she snagged Robin's boyfriend and that had like a really annoying kid. But she's she's That's beautiful, hilarious. and she was she was perfect for this role. I love that you casted her um Mm -hmm. jeff daniel phillips though that man makes me incredibly (laughs) uncomfortable um i am i'm not sure if he's actually a good actor but rob zombie has put him in so much dog shit i really can't look at him anymore he's nothing like that
0: in real life
2: okay well that that's 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 a relief i hope most people that rob zombie cast aren't the the same in real life
0: um guy and like the one of the days he was shooting was the day that the kids were there, and he was like sitting with the kids.
2: <laughs> oh, that sounds <laughs>
0: You know what I mean?
2: Oh, okay. So I'm I'm glad that his depiction in in like 31 isn't actually.
0: Yeah, no, he's super normal and just really collaborative and great.
1: He's super normal. I love
0: that comment. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, ML, ML Johnson. I had never seen him in anything, but for some reason, I just loved him anyway. It was the strangest, the strangest ice cream man ever. But I, I was drawn to it. Mm-hmm. Although he was Caswell, why didn't you cast Eric Freeman as the ice cream man? Can he even be found oh. nowadays? Did you attempt to find him?
0: Who is Eric Freeman?
2: Eric Freeman from uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night Two. He plays Ricky. Oh. Uh, Garbage Day. <laughs>
0: You know, I am a horror fan, but I have not seen every uh, sequel in the universe. <laughs> I will <laughs> confess. Um, actually, it was supposed to be somebody else <laughs> as the x cream man. There wasn't supposed to be a meal, and we that person was unable to do it. And this manager I knew sent me a whole bunch of people that she forced to go on tape without my asking. And Emil auditioned for the role and I was like, holy shit. He's he's like one of the most famous actors in Norway. He's actually Norwegian. Oh, wow. And I could just tell he was method and there was something so kind of convincing and like crazy like behind his eyes. Like he reminded me of like a Giovanni Rabisi or someone like someone who is so intense um, and I just knew immediately It's so, it, and know, then he flew in to
1: do it it's, mm-hmm. it's funny that you say that because as, as normal of an ice cream man as he looks it's almost like he's like hiding something like in the movie of course like it's almost uh-huh. like he's too normal to be completely sane
2: I'm gonna go ahead and say that's because he is <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> Like, I don't, I don't know, it's really, I think that was that was great casting, definitely. I mean, he's like the um,
0: moral conscience of the film, or yeah. it tries to be.
2: So this is actually, this is, this is off topic, well, it's on topic, but <laughs> I actually wrote like right here that I wasn't going to ask you a million Ice Cream Truck questions, so I just think it's funny that uh-huh. specifically <laughs> you specifically said I can ask you a million. Anyway, uh-huh. what, my next question, this is like one of, I have wanted to ask you this since I first watched yeah. Ice Cream Truck, like this has been eating away at me. Why? Why did Max say "smoke a do" over like any other possible terminology for smoking weed? He
0: says "smoke a do," but I don't know why you guys hear it that way.
2: No, he says "do."
0: Then maybe it was something with the sound, but it's 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 "do." But I never
1: know shit. I I have been waiting for this answer for six months. It's, I forgot about that. when you started Because with when, me, that when me
0: when me and Caleb, podcast. yeah, it's supposed to be "dube." I'm sure we've all, I'm sure we've all mispronounced
1: a word in our life. No, like it's it's hilarious, yeah. honestly, because like you expect him to say, "Hey, you want to smoke a joint? You want to smoke a doob? Want to smoke a doink?" Yeah, and then, like, but it, it's just well, funny because it's cause, supposed to be "dube." Yeah, and
0: I've never noticed it, but. uh... Yeah, maybe
2: he did say do. I don't know, I'll ask him. Okay, well, even on that, <laughs> no, I've heard doob, not often, but I have heard it. Um, yeah. What was the re? on that note, what was the reason for doob over anything else?
0: Smoke a doob?
2: Yeah. I feel like I don't hear that very often, like, I've heard it, but, like, not, it's not something I hear, I, don't know, like, every I feel day. like
0: it's something like a... Douchey high schooler would say. That's
2: exactly what I wanted to hear. That's oh. exactly what <laughs> I wanted perfect, to hear. Oh perfect. Oh my gosh. I mean,
1: I don't say doob. <laughs> yeah, it's like something I think someone would say. Yeah, no, you're 100% I right. I right. have met tons of douchey high schoolers, and that is totally something one of them would say. I 100% <laughs> yeah, agree very, with you.
0: Like, I'm trying to be cool. You know <laughs>
2: Oh my god. That is, that's one of my top 10 like hardest laugh reactions to any piece of dialogue ever. Want to smoke a Uh dub? Yes. I, I, I I say. Wait, what was that?
0: I said he's trying to like impress her and seem
2: cool. Oh, he totally is. He's doing a terrible job and I love it. (laughs) Yeah. I love (laughs) it. So is Max, is Max supposed to look 30 because he looks 50?
0: Uh, No, but I mean, if I had. A dollar for everyone who's done that, <laughs> <laughs> Um, in truth, I think John was like twenty four when we shot oh it. Oh my god. <laughs> and Deanna was in her late thirties. Oh, no way. Wow. She is Yeah. Yeah, wow.
2: Well she she's amazing. So I love her. She is I so... didn't
0: I didn't think that he looked old.
1: No, she,
2: she but, uh, does not. I find it hilarious, hilarious that everyone says that. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. I, I, I love this. I, I, I'm i having the greatest time right now. I just hope you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: good. Okay. I'm having but a good yeah, time. He, and, you know, 24 to play oh,
2: 18
0: fuck. or whatever.
2: No, yeah, that's not is, too bad. I could play like a 12-year-old.
0: There's way worse.
2: No, there, oh, there 100%. is. 100%. There is. There is. There yeah. is. You're yeah. not wrong. I will give you that. So there, there.
0: I also wanted him to look old enough that it wasn't creepy.
2: Yes, yeah. I am glad about that because when I'm watching a movie about you know, like, there aren't a, mov- a lot of movies with this premise, but with a similar premise to, like, an older woman going after a younger guy, if they look like they're, like, it's just, like if she looks like she's robbing the cradle, I'm probably going to have a very bad time watching the yeah, movie.
0: Yeah, it's gross. Cr- well, and
2: halloween 3 <laughs> oh yeah oh, oh no yes 100 you know I, mean? I hate that i have so many comments about that in our episode about halloween 3 i'm like this is fucking creepy yeah. she like so I, for me i
1: didn't small.
0: want it to be pedophile territory i wanted him to feel like it was okay
2: well Bree likes the nightmare on elm street remake
0: I mean, I haven't seen it in a long time, but my, that was like my second date with my husband. We oh my <laughs> god!
2: That's such a that's such a touchy child second date. That's okay. terrible. The way, yeah,
0: it's not, it's not you, a good movie. The only reason I this. really like is I do like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Okay.
2: I, oh, I have actually heard you say that, and I'm very confused by it. I mean, I get it yeah, a little bit, it. but. Which
1: hold on which remake was that because there's a 2003?
2: few 2003
1: jessica, jessica biel
2: oh yes okay oh, God. see i
1: didn't <laughs> i didn't mind that one i really didn't i didn't think it you was you
0: know it's it doesn't even need to be texas chainsaw it's just a very solid it is like, you know it's a solid movie belt. yeah it's a solid and movie you're, it's scary the acting is good you're you
1: know i yeah i actually really did like that remake um yeah, but like, it literally could be any
2: movie. <laughs> it
1: doesn't. It's not really like it doesn't capture the feel of Texas Chainsaw. It's he, just a really scary good horror. Movie. You know what? Like any any remake, you can't really hold it up to the original. You no. you can you can never hold any like any good original up to its remake because I don't the know why they
0: only keep doing it because they're whores. They're, they're
1: in uh, Hollywood and
0: they just want money.
1: Yeah, and they're they're all they're running out of ideas. I feel like you know. Like they, really
0: they do running. it because people don't go to the theater.
1: Yeah, definitely. People don't pay.
0: VOD doesn't make money. And so they feel like if it's intellectual property of any kind, that there's some sort of guarantee that they'll make their money back. That's completely why they do it. So okay. if you see an original script in a movie that's in the theater, go see it. Mm-hmm. Because that tells Hollywood, okay, we actually can make original content.
2: Did, on that note um i actually didn't have this written down but did you see ready or not i did what did you think about that i loved it it was inc- i actually saw it eight times in theaters <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's very similar to the movie that i've had literally in pre-production for a year oh I, um, hunting, hunting season, season. correct yeah, hunting season
2: yeah okay I'll, I'll talk about that a little later because i have some stuff written down for that um Okay. <laughs> I have another another very vital part in ice cream truck that I—it's been eating away at me forever. There's there's a scene where Mary's looking through like a junk drawer in her house. She just moved uh, in, but that I don't care about that. I'm kind of like over that. <laughs> like, Wait, uh, she was? She just moved in the house, but she has a drunk a junk drawer.
0: Uh huh. Was that on purpose?
2: It's pretty hilarious. I
0: figured it's like stuff that was in the car.
2: Oh, Okay, like, she just kind of put stuff. it. She just tossed it in. Okay. I okay. feel
1: like a junk drawer gets created in my house in, like, 24 hours.
2: You know what? You're right.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm going to 100% agree with you. When I... Uh, yeah, a
2: junk drawer appears in Bree's car in 24 hours.
1: Shut up, Caleb. My husband p- makes junk drawers every five seconds. No, no <laughs> so like... So he cleans. I remember moving into my apartment. When I first moved into my very own apartment uh, sometime uh, last year, Um, I remember, like, taking this stuff inside, and I was like, I don't know where to put this stuff, so, uh, here's a drawer, I'm gonna throw it in there. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It was, like, it
1: it was, it was, (laughs) it was literally, like, the, the priority (laughs) to make a junk drawer, so I don't, I didn't have a problem with this scene, like, at all. Yeah.
2: So, another thing, when she's going in this junk drawer, um, she pulls out a pack of cigarettes, and they're parliaments, and I smoked mm-hmm. parliaments for years, and no one knew what the fuck they were, nor have I ever yeah, seen them I in a movie. Yeah, I smoked parliaments for years. Did you? Wow. You were, like, the only other person I know that has ever, like, I pull them out all the time, and people are like, what the fuck are you giving to me?
1: I know one other yeah. person that smokes parliaments. Who? I will tell you later. No,
2: give me a name. Did fucking call them out.
1: No, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. Okay, whatever. <laughs> They're the best cigarettes, I mean, let's They're be- amazing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so mm-hmm. <fucking> good. <laughs> everyone looks at the recess filters and they're like what What the fuck is this
0: yeah but you don't feel like you're smoking I think that's the the good bad thing about parliament is, and I've, I up until a year ago I was a one a day with a drink smoker and it was actually really hard to quit because when you're a social smoker it's not really about yeah the nicotine it's about the like ritual and the love <laughs> well i appreciate you know?
2: that because i was a pack a day parliament smoker like a year ago and i barely got off of that like a few months ago so
0: yeah
2: <laughs> but that that's that's so interesting so was that just like a pack that you had like sitting around you're like okay this is it
0: i don't know if we bought it for that i honestly don't remember
2: my biggest issue with parliaments was that uh, I would go to gas stations and I'd buy them and they would always be stale because no one ever smoked them and they never bought I mean, people new ones. in my
0: network
2: all enjoyed programs. Oh, so d- different strokes, I guess. Different strokes.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. Why isn't Jessica actually trimming hedges?
0: Because
2: she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love that answer. I love how and blatant it, was it is. It
0: totally on <laughs>
1: I, yeah, I wanted it to look as obvious as possible. I <laughs> love it so much, and you know what? I I have actually <laughs> had neighbors like this that would like come out and like water their yeah. lawn, like just to come and like look it's through like our windows. Uh, suburban mom, you know what I mean?
2: I never thought She's about supposed
0: this. To be a caricature.
2: Bree had an exact. replica of Jessica as a neighbor. We would be outside. It would be just me and Brie. We would be whispering, like, just smoking a cigarette, and he'd come out, and he'd start fake watering his plants and just staring at us. (laughs) Like, are you kidding me? When we moved out, I was, like, just, like, giving him the finger the whole way out. I was like, nah. Yeah. Oh my god, it okay. It was
1: terrible, and I, I I still have thoughts about going over and, like, egging his car or something, because <laughs> he yeah, was just the worst. That's
2: so funny. So, a uh, note, we did talk about this once before on Instagram, like, months ago, but I need to actually ask you this. The scene with the boyfriend and the two ice cream cones, I'm sure you remember this, he was walking <laughs> away from the truck with his hands clenched, holding ice cream cones, and then the shot moves away, it goes back, and his hands oh. are still clenched, but he's not holding the cones.
0: I have not gone back to look at this, which I need to, because <laughs> I've. Was it you guys who have said it? I think you guys are the ones. That you, said told, it. you told you told me that
2: I was only the second person to all ever mention this it,
0: at all. And if if it was, it was a continuity error. But I mean, my editor is pretty experienced, so I'm not sure how he would have missed that. But or that everyone. Missed
2: it. I want to know more but than anything. How how did the actor not know that he was clenching his fists without the <laughs> you No, know,
0: I, I need to see it.
2: It makes <laughs> me bust me up every time. go back see it,
1: and I'll, I'll send you a message about it.
2: Please do. I, I love that. That's like my you favorite scene of all time. It, it is really
1: like, it's so funny. The only
2: funny. thing
0: I can think of is that day the ice cream was melting like crazy. <laughs> and... Not, not that I think it melted, but maybe we were, that shot was supposed to be for, like, the other coverage of that yeah. shot, like, the other side of it. It was supposed to be, like, continuous,
1: it, is, and it, yeah.
0: That got used, you know what I mean? Because it was, like, the, I, I don't know, but, don't oh know. Yeah.
2: I actually, for the longest time, I thought that that was on purpose, because it, it flows so well, and it's fucking hilarious. You think like... I
0: would have noticed that in the editing process, because I'm watching it, like, 300 times. It's a, I think at a certain point your eyes glaze over and you're like I don't even I don't even know what I'm seeing anymore you
2: definitely know? when you're editing for a long time you'll always miss something I do it all the time like in the most ridiculous ways
1: it's funny yeah, I mean it's hard it's funny because the first time I watched Caleb was like wait you didn't notice this and I was like uh no <laughs> and <laughs> then he showed it to me it. and I was like oh and my yeah, god I just did a short
0: film and just in the the post process watching it a million times I'm, like, looking at my
2: husband, I'm like, is this good? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, Megan.
0: He just gets so biased because
2: you've seen us the right <laughs> time. Oh, my God. Okay, so, so right after that, the ice cream man, he heads into the home, and he grabs the uh, the dude's girlfriend. I can't remember their names right now. But he runs up, and he tries to defend her, but he gets stabbed. At first, yeah. I thought that this was a knife because he stabbed into his stomach. But when it he is. turns back to the girl, he smashes her in the ed- in the head with an ice cream scoop.
0: Yeah, the knife the knife goes in the pocket.
2: So, oh, so he switched weapons. Yeah. Oh, I I thought he might have stabbed him with an ice cream scoop, and I was so fucking happy.
0: No, he didn't.
2: It, nice. it was a knife. That actually just a little.
0: A little
1: a little dagger. That a makes small, me very happy. Dagger.
2: That makes me very happy too. That he's switched weapons in that process. That's yeah, awesome.
1: He's an experienced killer. He, that's what I was just gonna say. He's an experienced killer. You know, he's he likes to get creative with yes. his victims. I love it.
2: Okay, so I have about I have like three ish questions left. I don't want to like. Okay. I, I know I've been holding you forever. I told you I had a million questions. <laughs> Okay. So Max Max is climbing up the jumble the jungle tram, the, jumble. <laughs> the jumble the jumble gym to distract the ice cream man. Was this was this Max uh like showing off again? Because he was he was a goddamn acrobat in this scene.
0: I mean
2: <laughs> He had mad skills at this point in the movie.
0: I mean listen. <laughs> this woman. And I would be lying if I didn't say that we all laughed at that scene.
1: But I also think that's what
2: makes it so great. It's It's incredible. It's
1: incredible because (laughs) just like (laughs) out of nowhere, the the
2: apparatus. Just like what you said (laughs) earlier, like when you when you don't know what's going to happen next in this movie, I did not expect that in a million fucking years, and I'm so glad I saw it. It's what.
0: We all oh. made references to so like where he becomes
1: like Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, he grows a middle tooth. Are you aware of um, Tom Cruise's middle tooth? What? <laughs> Are, have you seen that Tom Cruise has a middle tooth? A middle tooth? Yeah.
2: Okay. If you have your phone and oh wait, you're talking on the phone. After this, just look up Tom Cruise's middle tooth, and you'll know exactly what we're talking about. We'll just know that you're gonna laugh. You're is it off. like a tooth in his gums? It's the tooth. His tooth is in the middle of his face. Like, you know how most people have two front teeth and they're like, the middle is uh, the line separating the teeth? That's not the case oh, with Tom oh, Cruise. <laughs> I'm like, Please do. Please Thank do. You.
1: Thank you so much. This is very important. I need a
2: live reaction to this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so glad I brought this up.
2: I'm, I'm so Why don't upset. I see it? There, there's like a specific. Oh, okay, you found it.
0: It's in the middle. Does he still?
2: Yeah, yes. he refuses to change it because it's part of him.
0: Oh my god, I bet, he, I bet he's like insured it. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: he has wow. an
2: insurance claim on the middle too. Well, if I ever lose this it'll get replaced
0: yeah but he had really bad he had really bad teeth yeah So he did and there's actually oh like, my god that is so funny it's so funny yeah. and you know what like, well that was you know that was Jod Rambliger's action moment and you know i'm not going to keep anyone from their
1: action moment oh no i i i honestly love that like i I love that you just said that because like honestly if you got skills dude show them off like
2: if you have a middle tooth show it off (laughs) oh my god (laughs) oh my god okay so i have like two more questions on ice cream truck I saw, okay. I saw on IMDb that there uh, may be an ice cream truck sequel about the delivery man. So, one, is this true, and would you be going with Jeff Daniel Phillips since he was smoking a cigarette outside of Mary's house at the very end, or a different delivery I man, mean, or like, would it even be the guy? If that were
0: happen, yes, but it's more, I feel like that's
2: more just a joke. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I would love to see it, But honestly, I think people would like
0: it, because he's awesome.
2: Oh, I would love to see. It. What about what about the delivery man? I would love it if you just went with the delivery man that um brought Mary her ultimate twist bag, like in the middle of the movie right before Max showed up. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you just went with him, that would be the biggest. Just fuck you guys, and well, I would love it.
0: The thing people don't realize is that Jeff Daniel Phillips was the threat the whole time. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, you, you know, and
0: I think people don't quite get that and you know i think people are really the love hate in horror films is also i would say more common with female directed horror films because we're get, we're showing a movie from a woman's point of view and things
2: like mm-hmm.
0: you know having people in your house that are like creepy you know that's not something a man deals with
2: no it is it is very it's very unfortunate.
1: even it's, subtle, it's not subtle to most women watching that i i am gonna know? have to 100 agree with you um like you know even the fact that like she's changing in the room and like he he doesn't even knock on the door but she knows he's in yeah. her house like it's still like you know there's a woman in the house knock on the door yeah you know like it, well, you it, it is very when creepy.
0: someone you don't know is in your house for an extended
1: period 100%. of time 100 even like i remember getting our carpets cleaned and two men were in the house, and I was there alone. I was just like, um, "I I want yeah. to leave, <laughs> but I can't." Like, it's it's just something right. that un, unfortunate. Well, I guess fortunately, men will never understand. Like,
0: they don't understand it, yeah. and you know, I think there's a lot of subtlety in this film that some people just don't understand. It, and it, it's and okay, I'm not, you know, that's horror is you know subjective, and everybody's got a different thing. Like, I'm amazed how many people love or hate, like, The Babadook, or It's Followed, or, like, there's so many different horror films that
2: people love or hate. I remember hearing you speak about The Babadook, and I really like what you have to say about that film because a lot of people do not understand that the kid is annoying for a reason. Like, he annoys me. He, I'm not gonna lie. He annoys the living fuck out of me, but again, There's a reason. But if you're not a mom, oh, Bri- if you're
0: not
2: a mom, you're not gonna know what
1: that feels
2: like. Oh, trust me. I'm a and- mom to Breeze child, and she annoys the hell out of me.
1: I am a mother, and I know that sometimes, like, on on my bad days, when my child is just asking question after question, that's literally what my child feels like, is the kid in the movie. But, you know, like, yeah, I was gonna say, like, because Caleb has commented time and time again that... He hates the kid in that movie, and and he annoys him and whatsoever, and I'm just like, you don't understand. This kid has, like, issues. No, that. I
2: understand. He just still annoys me. I get why he's annoying, and I get that it's supposed to make you relate to the mother, but he still fucking annoys me. <laughs> I just hate his squeal. Well,
0: I think some people also have a hard time with horror that's more metaphoric. Definitely. You know, like, the Babadook is really about grief. Uh-huh.
2: I feel like people you know? uh, don't look into the Babadook enough. Like, there's some movies you look too much into, and there's some that you don't see the full picture of.
1: Right. It's it's and I just like...
0: think there's the reason the horror community is so big, and there's it's such a large genre, is because there's so many different kinds of horror movies, and not everything is for everybody. I don't, I don't like a ton of gore. Like, I don't like gross out stuff at all. You know, that's just not my jam and some people don't like super girly horror and some people don't like slow build. and some people don't like ghosts you
2: know didn't you have uh, I, I remember hearing in some interview if I'm correct uh, you weren't sure if you were going to categorize the ice cream truck as a horror movie if I'm right
0: I mean it definitely has it's supposed to have some comedic elements it is supposed to be fun and tongue in cheek
2: no it's the most fun I've had um, in years <laughs> but
0: it's
2: horror light, is what I would say. Okay, I, I definitely saw it. I never thought that it wasn't a horror movie, but it was, uh, looking at the Amazon reviews for Ice Cream Truck is yeah. an interesting time. Yeah, like you said, people feel very strongly about this movie, whether it's yeah. one direction or the other. Just uh, right. I don't know if this is a consolation, but I, you're five stars on my Letterboxd. <laughs>
0: Oh, thank you. I think mean, it has a seventy-one percent on
2: Rotten Tomatoes. That's oh, that's wonderful. Like Leprechaun Two has a zero percent, so, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure so does like three that's and better. four. <laughs> and you yeah, three so, is your you know. favorite. Three is my favorite. I love three. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, it's unwatchable. That's... <laughs> that's so funny. Okay, so I, I feel like I'm taking up a lot of your time. I have one more question for the uh, uh, on the ice cream yep. truck. So I feel like the ending um, to The Ice Cream Truck is a little up to each person's own interpretation of the film. How do you personally mm-hmm. see the ending, or more so, how would you explain it?
0: I mean, do you want me to tell, spoilery tell you?
2: Yeah, yeah, you could spo- We've covered this movie before, and honestly, if you guys haven't seen... Uh, yeah, spo- I mean, spoiler alert. It, it
0: was... <laughs> spoiler alert! Go in, watch the movie! My, obviously, there, it's a surreal movie, but to me... She was bored, had never, you know, hadn't been alone without her kids in a really long time, and she just kind (laughs) of let her imagination get away from her. She's a writer. I feel like the turning point for that is about the pot smoking time, Mm -hmm. is when it starts to shift, and that everything after that, like, wasn't, I think she went to the party, but, like, everything after the party was mostly in her mind, and the delivery guy was watching her the whole time. And so there really was an eminence,
2: And that's why he's there but at the But she
0: was end. just kind of reminiscing about being young again. And I think she felt, coming from a progressive place and moving to, like, kind of a busybody suburb of, that's repressed, she felt like she related more with the high schoolers than she did with the moms to her own age. And just kind of wanted to feel what it was like to be a teen again and that excitement you know
1: you know what i i honestly really love that you said that that has brought me a, a bigger appreciation for this film if you will because i was i was thinking like w- was she dreaming the whole time like did she fall asleep <coughs> after smoking the pot like w- like smoking what had happened the <laughs> you know,
0: there's, there's definitely a bunch of like plants of her kind of daydreaming mm-hmm in the film, where she's like laying around and and just like she has an evolution in the film too, you know, like before she meets him at the park, you know, she's chewing gum and uh, yeah, she's she an
2: hair actual high school girl,
0: So to me, like I remember what it was like to like meet someone at the park to go make out. Like that was <laughs> oh, like my the God. most exciting thing in the universe when we were that young, you
1: know. It 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 really was that like that just brought brought
0: back so much nostalgia for me right now yeah so like to me that's what it was she wanted to experience that even if it was just like the kind of it was a fantasy is what is the appropriate word for it
2: okay that's awesome so you uh we're over ice cream truck you told me recently that you shot something recently would Mm -hmm. would you want to talk about that
0: yeah it should play the festival circuit um, in twenty twenty. It's called Dear Guest and it's an Airbnb uh thriller, kind of like Black Mirror, the Twilight Zone. Okay. And it stars um, Ashley Bell from The Last Exorcism in Carnage Park. Oh wow and I recently Nor- watched The
1: Last Exorcism.
0: Yeah. And Noreen <coughs> DeWolf, who was on anger management and a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> and uh, it was so Fun to do, and they were amazing. And we did like a live orchestral s- score. The The guy who is normally my music supervisor did a like a real orchestra score for this, and it's really Holy a fun, shit. like Hitchcock esque little
2: short. It's like 11 minutes. Oh, okay, that's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah. Uh, when, is, when is that so, coming and out? And it
0: has the potential to be a film as well.
2: Okay. Do you have a release date for this yet?
0: Well, no, because I'm gonna I'm gonna play the horror festivals and like regular film festivals.
2: Mm-hmm. So. Oh, awesome! Where where are your festivals usually take place at? Like, are they around the LA area?
0: Well, there. Are, I mean, there are festivals all over the world. Okay. So I'm gonna try to do several, and then go from there. And then I haunting season still might happen. And then I have a bunch of other features and TV projects that are in various stages of development and pre-production.
2: Is Hunting Season still a for-sure thing? I've been following it for a while. And I've been... Tell me
0: about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have a company on board Okay. that's doing it. It just keeps getting pushed for various reasons. Um, they're still very passionate about making it, and I hope it happens. I
2: would I, say I there's
0: similarities to The Hunt, which did not happen and similarities to ready
2: or not oh okay
0: so I don't know hmm. I mean I hope
2: so I'm very interested in that ready or not was actually my favorite movie of 2019 actually probably in the last few years like it quickly went up to one of my favorites
0: I mean things in this business sometimes you're like ready to go and then it just gets pushed it's just something that happens and it's
2: Oh yeah, you're, you're telling me, sister.
0: <laughs> you know, um, but it's probably my most
2: straight horror film. Okay, I'm very interested. I, I really hope it goes through and it happens. I I want to see it.
0: Yeah, it's not a comedy at all.
2: Awesome, I want to see it. I'm very excited for this. Um, do you have any? Do you have any tips on like filmmaking, writing, directing, etc.? Like anything you would want to say to up and comers or someone like brand new to the to the scene? Yes,
0: yeah, you can't wait for anybody to give you an opportunity. You have to make it yourself. Okay, you have go find some money, go make a short film, go make a feature, go find people and do it because it's extremely hard, even at my level, it's still an uphill battle. And my biggest advice is to go make something because if it's good, people will find it. People will find you. but just trying to make something by like selling a script or whatever is so unbelievably difficult.
2: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I really. This is just like a thought that's been going on in my head for a while. But I really want to direct just the shittiest B-rated horror movie ever. <laughs> just the worst.
0: Well, I think if you're gonna do that, though, it, it should be known that it's crappy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, be Part of the charm. Because <laughs> there's plenty of those out there.
2: Oh yes, oh yes. I, I want to be a, a visionary of some sort, like Birdemic, Birdemic Three, ask. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I've seen like a that.
0: lot of horror movies, and I think the horror community is great. I mean, if you're going to be an indie filmmaker, horror is the way to go or the way it is. to
2: start. It definitely is. There's a lot yeah. of assholes, but there's also a lot of people that are just very interested in what it is that you're doing because it's different, it's something new, or it's just something out-fucking-rageous.
0: Right. I mean, if you have something, a story to go make, you should go do it. I totally encourage that.
2: So I have one last question for you, Megan. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Can we be in one of your movies?
0: <laughs> then if I have a movie that involves a, that has a
1: lot of extras or uh, other small parts, absolutely. Hit us up, because I will do it for no pay at all. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll, <laughs> I'll work for free. That's fine. <laughs> I'll do it for free. Honestly, I will. <laughs> okay. In one of your movies it's would real, be an it's honor. It's very fun to be in a horror movie, I'll
2: tell you. Oh, I'm sure. And specifically, not only do I want to be in a horror movie, I want to be in one of yours. I want to be around <laughs> all me, of this. Let me tell you okay, something. I'll make sure
1: there's a lot of awkward dialogue over there. Yes. Okay, I'm very good at awkward dialogue, because that's I, just in my nature.
2: Can I say smoke a do? <laughs>
1: yes, you can. I'm going to yes. watch both all, all themes of my movie and see. I have one request. Right? I want guys are somebody. I want to be somebody who dies, but I want to die... Dies? I want to die very, very badly. I want to be one of those, <laughs> those like people who get like, like mutilated, and then I just want to be like, eh, like with my tongue out, like yeah. very dramatic death. I cat.
0: have some really great deaths in some of my other scripts that I wish would see the light of day.
2: I don't know if I could if I could die <laughs> smoking a do in one of your movies. I would die I smoking a
0: do. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, that, that would be incredible.
0: <laughs> nice
2: so that okay well that that's the end of everything i have megan thank you so so much for coming on this was literally this was a fucking blast this was so much fun
1: this is the most fun thanks
0: for having me you guys are really funny i mean i honestly when i listened to your podcast i laughed so hard because yeah i felt like i was like watching with my friends you know even though
1: they're making fun of my movie i i laughed at the joke like i got the joke you know that's that's just what we do Honestly, we make fun yeah, of every no, single great. movie. Like it's don't You're take it personal. <laughs> always, I always tell people to just you know,
0: reviewers like And and you know You have what? to what? remember fun. that people could hear it too, you know. So you you can make fun but you need to have like heart with it too. Does that make sense?
2: It does. And yeah. that, that's what I really love about you too. I've listened to a ton of your interviews and other stuff, like in preparation for this. And I love that you just you're really just out there with everything. You love to hear what people have to say about your movie, whether it's good or bad, and it's always it just it's always a fun time to hear from you. I love this.
0: Well, thanks. Well, you have to think it's it's like art. You know, people are gonna have opinions about it, and you're creating art for people to like or not like. And if you're gonna take yourself too, too seriously, this shouldn't be. What
2: you do.
1: First thing. <laughs> I, I, I don't feel anybody should take themselves too seriously, you know. I don't true. even
2: take like myself seriously. I don't. I'm a fucking joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: well, you guys are awesome. Thanks so much for having me.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for giving us uh, like an hour of your time. That was yeah, fucking really. awesome. Yeah. This was amazing. This is amazing. I would love My to project. have you on like whenever else if you ever film something again you just want to advertise on our podcast like more, be more, you're more than welcome to come on. Uh, this was awesome.
1: awesome. Awesome, you guys. Thanks so much.
2: Thank Thanks. you. Bye, Megan.
1: Thanks, Megan. Bye.
2: Bye. Jesus. Perfect. I dropped everything. <laughs> All right, guys. So that was our interview with Megan Frills Johnson. That was honestly a lot of fun. Thank it you, was, Megan, for yeah. coming. Thank you for listening, people of the worlds. And uh, It was a great
1: time. I had a fun time.
2: Megan's fans, our <laughs> fans alike, Thank you. You're awesome.
1: I'm I'm pretty sure they're <laughs> like the same people, Megan's fans and our fans. <laughs> I
2: hope so. We have they the, should same, be fan the base. same Yeah. Yeah, let's just merge them together. Make them one giant person. All of them like <laughs> all of them together though. Like literally all of our fans merge with all of her fans. They become one so, giant, like one giant skin creature. It's yeah. just a
1: giant skin mass
2: no yeah that's fine that's what i want yeah that's what i want um guys if you want to listen to our review on ice cream not really review we don't review movies we just shit on everything yeah but um if you want to listen to us talk about ice cream truck that is our very first episode ever i don't stand by it It sounds fucking god awful it's terrible but that's kind of where megan found us like a long time ago Mm -hmm. so like
1: very like literally when that episode first came out
2: first day she hit us up yeah first fucking day it was pretty awesome so Yeah. yeah Um, I'm gonna keep it up for that reason, I think it's terrible, but some people seem to like it, and some people still message us about it, so I guess if you can stand the shitty audio quality, mm. go listen to it. Yeah. Very first episode, that's Ice Cream Truck from 2017. That's Oris if... Soup Roots right there, y'all. It is. Yeah, I want to delete all of them. And <laughs> if you want to, uh, I actually want to delete up to, like, episode, like, no, no
1: I, I say don't. <laughs> I wanna remember remember where you came from, I want to start
2: a new podcast. Just scrap this. This remember, is our
1: <laughs> Remember this is our where our you came tester.
2: from, <laughs> Um Anyway, if you want to listen to us talk about Rebound, we're actually going to talk about it right when we finish this outro. Yeah. And this is going to come out, but that's for us. That's our future time talk. So if you guys want to listen to it, it's going to come out like 15 minutes before this episode just because I wanted this. I oh, don't This is how I fucking want it. Don't worry about it. Don't You don't need the details. He
1: likes what he likes, yeah, you know? Yeah, so fuck off. You don't make the rules. He does.
2: But if you are listening from the Rebound episode, uh, then you already heard that this interview was happening. Maybe you didn't notice that first. Uh, hello. If you are listening to this interview and you didn't notice that we had an interview or uh, episode on Rebound, Ooh, just go fine. one episode back. Shut up. I'm trying to talk. Just go one episode back and you will find our... Quote unquote review because we don't, we are not critics on um, Rebound from 2014, which is Megan Frills Johnston's first movie. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much everything for that. Uh, Go listen to that if you are interested. If you're not, I don't fucking care. Um, <laughs> if you want to email us, you can find us at whoresoup at yahoo.com. Email us with fucking whatever. Um, you can find us on Letterboxd at brie and caleb. I have a lot more than Bree does, but Bree's yeah, trying to get on there. I'm trying, so guys. She just has I to get in the very,
1: habit. I'm very forgetful, yeah. Once I get into a habit of it, I'll, I'll be fucking solid. So
2: you're like me because I actually had a different letterbox before, but I stopped going on it. <laughs> And I just kind of like, well, I just didn't fucking keep up with yeah. it. And now I made a new one. I'm keeping up on it. So I'm having a lot of fun. Um, if you want to find us on Instagram, we're at Horsesoup Podcast. We are on Twitter. I am at Horsesoup Sucks. Brie is at b Potato, Baked Potato with a V. We are on patreon.com slash Horsesoup. If you want to give us any donation, anything helps, even if it's a one time or like anything fucking at all. Like- mm hmm. It's just it's all, it, it, it's helped, all it actually just helped us buy uh, some new stickers and buttons. Like mm-hmm. uh, literally, all the Patreon money we've had since day one, I, I use it to buy a shit ton of buttons and stickers, yeah. of which are going to be here next week. So that's really cool. Um, thank you guys. That, like really, thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, like, like
1: honestly, like just lot, fucking thank you so much. Yeah,
2: like a lot of the stuff like I I buy for the podcast or like we buy for the podcast, yeah, like, out it's of our pockets, out of but, pocket. Uh, yeah, you know, just having like some of that be a relief that was really awesome. So thank you guys. Yeah. You can't thank you enough. Um, If you'd like to rate us on iTunes, five stars, please. (laughs) Uh, Rate us on anything (laughs) else. Can I get a
1: boneless five stars, guys?
2: Yeah, if you're on something else, give me a bone in one though. I like the bone. (laughs) um mm-hmm, i guess if you rate us on itunes uh we will send you a sticker if you rate us on anything else i don't know how to check it so i won't send you a sticker <laughs> and like <laughs> itunes matters the most so if you do it on itunes just tell us uh like email us at horror yahoo.com we'll send and, you a
1: sticker
2: yeah tell us just like what your name is uh like that you reviewed with and you know it has to be like a review with or, words, or on so instagram
1: just like message us somehow so we know oh yeah like, you
2: can yeah you could. if it's on instagram too that's fine just as long as you like you know let us know like, yeah. what it is we'll send you a sticker um we had new music in this episode, and that is our very good friend Gabriel that mm-hmm. we've known since, like, fucking middle school. Middle school, And yeah. you can find his instrumental stuff at AstroBlack, that's A-S-T-R-O-B-L-K in all caps. He's streaming everywhere. Uh, caps don't matter, but that's just what it is. Uh, he is also at Negrosami, and that is N-E-G-R-O-S-A-M-I. That's all of his rap stuff, uh, also streaming everywhere. And he is on Instagram at V-S-T-R-X-X, and mm-hmm. he is the whole fucking package.
1: He is... Gabriel if you're listening, I don't know if you listen, but honestly, I fucking love you man and I always have. I've I have i i have never had nothing but love for you. Like you are just a great solid fucking person. Yeah, you're fucking great. Really? And you're fucking your rap is really good and he also um he sells his beats you guys. So like if you ever like like, want something, you know? Go ahead. Hit them up. They're fucking, what? We, They are funky fresh.
2: Yeah, we commissioned him for this, and it was fucking incredible. Yeah. It turned really out good better fucking than I wanted. Music. It's yeah. really fucking good. I Couldn't love it. Couldn't ask for a I better
1: fucking it. intro and outro.
2: And um, I would like to plug Floor Popcorn, Next Level Opinions. That is a Boo. podcast that I do with uh, Roland. <laughs> just kidding.
1: It's really good, you guys. No, go yeah, listen Roland to No, yeah, Roland fucking
2: sucks. You don't want to listen to it. Yeah, we... you guys are
1: funny. You guys have great fucking chemistry.
2: <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, we cover movies on that podcast, but it's not just horror movies. We cover fucking anything there. We're doing a new and old thing, so every other week. I think last week I, pu- I plugged in. I said that we're doing like a on and off debate thing mm-hmm. I mean we all decided we're just doing a debate every single week for every movie okay just that's, always that's fine be that's a pretty debate, solid a debate and then a different drink on each episode mm. so if you guys want to listen to that we're going to be doing that uh, every every Wednesday we're going to put out an episode mm. and uh, I would like to thank our listeners because you guys are awesome appreciate you a fuck ton uh, you're you're solid thumbs up thumbs up guys
1: 10 out of 10
2: cheers I'll drink to that
1: 10 out of 10 good
2: boys bye bitches bye, bye.